whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And we are here to rant and rave. (laughs) I just let you sing it so that I wouldn't be off. And of course, as soon as you started singing, you went (laughs) on my end. So I don't know what happened. I was there in the spirit. (laughs) I saw you lip syncing. I'm like, is it freezing or is she lip syncing? I was just moving my mouth so you wouldn't stop singing. Unbelievable. (laughs) How dare you? Jessica, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. (laughs) I just want to start off by apologizing for our recent comeback and then lapse <laughs> three weeks in um that is not jessica's fault it is my fault because unfortunately my little bear my little son mm. he's not so little but you know, to me he always will be um <laughs> he got sicky on halloween so i had to mm. go pick him up at 11 o'clock in the morning he got a fever he started vomiting we had no trick-or-treats and unfortunately, today he is still home. But I think tomorrow we're in the clear. We're very grateful. It's not COVID. It was just a stomach bug going around the school. Yeah. So I have um, want to apologize for not getting an episode out last week. No. Um, and also for, uh, I don't even remember. That's where I'm at. I was going to apologize for you a second don't thing, need and to I don't apologize. remember what it was. Listen, again, (laughs) if we've learned one thing over these last few years, anything can change at any moment. I'm not saying that to be trite. I mean it. At the end of the day, you know what matters? People's health, okay? That's what's important. Uh, So, everyone, thanks for bearing with us. Yes, thank you so much. I promise we are going to be consistent. I just couldn't help it. When you have a baby who is old enough to not want to snuggle you anymore and they hmm. come home sick and, and cry and say, will you please hold me? Everything else in the Aww. world goes away. I just yes. was, <laughs> I just was like, uh, yes, yes. Like, give me whatever plague you have. I will hold you and make you comfort you. Like, no yes. questions asked. <laughs> totally. So anyway. We are back, back. It's just that my child got sick. So so there's the explanation for that. But Jessica, how was your Halloween? It was very, very calm and quiet, and that's okay. I will admit that's that okay. a part of me was a little sad that I was like, after not dressing up for a few years, I'd love to dress up. But did I really feel like dressing up? No, I didn't. So I'm not too well, sad that that didn't happen. <laughs> Yeah. Well, here's the thing, too, like a little peek behind the scenes for our listeners. Um, Jessica and I are actually friends. We're not just hosts on a a weird podcast. Yes. (laughs) So (laughs) the last last 
time that we really got to like do Halloween, we did it together with my son and our friend Kate and Alan came with us and like, it felt like that. Remember, that's the night that Alan gave me my mouth harp. Yes. Uh, That was 2019. I cannot believe it. And that's the last time here in LA that Halloween has been celebrated. So I'm really excited to get back to it this year. And then he got sicky. And because we couldn't go out, you guys did a little bit of trick-or-treating with with the young babies, but then we couldn't all do – like, it felt like that was something that was going to become a tradition for us. Yes. And then we didn't get to do it, and I was so sad. Also sad for I my know. son. He didn't get – he was Luigi this year, and he got to wear his Luigi so to school cute. for the three hours that he attended. Um, uh-huh. But I had, to- I had told him, let's save your mustache for tonight. So he didn't get to use his mustache. So we, but we have come up with a plan. I think that's going to help alleviate that sadness for him this weekend. Once I get him all better, I've already talked to you and our friends, Chris and Marie and Kate and Kira, and everybody's going to do a a Henry Halloween. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you guys some candy and I'm going to bring my child over to knock on your door. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's really cute. So, you know what? Mario and Luigi uh, still just seem to be top contenders all these years always. later. I saw a lot of people I know went as those characters with their kids or one of the kids went as it or yeah. one kid's the princess, one's a mushroom, mom and dad or Mario and Luigi. Oh, whatever. I love those. Yes. I know. Well, my son was Mario what three years ago was he? Oh, he was. he was. No, he was. He was a vampire the night. He was we a were vampire. Together. So maybe mm-hmm. it was the year before that he was Mario, and I was like, he wants to do the same. But you know, now this time he was Luigi. So I'm very excited about it. Hilarious! And I, like it's a real deal because if you've been to my house, we have video game stuff everywhere. We have all. He's also into retro gaming, so we got all the old systems like oh. hooked up to the Wait. TV. <laughs> Like, this probably is not what, because I don't know of these things, but like, what, a Sega Genesis or Atari? Yeah. He's got an Atari, really? Sega Genesis. Ooh, I love it. He's Ooh. got his daddy's old Nintendo 64. Amazing. Yeah, he's into, yeah, he's into retro. Okay, that's great. And I love that it still works, too, by the way. Yeah, but we you know had what? to go Some through, of those old things. Sometimes the cartridges, you know, you never. It's a guessing. It's a. Um, yeah. You're you're playing a. You're taking a gamble when you buy them. For you're sure. blowing but, it. <laughs> yes, I've tried. I mean, that was our magic cure all for everything. <laughs> back in the day. Right? I mean, my dad got bit by a spider and he poured bleach on it and blew on it. That was the thing that fixed everything. What? Oh yeah. Have I never told you those <laughs> stories about my dad? No. My dad is full blown. My dad is full blown, like country, good old boy, crazy. Bit by a spider, pour bleach on it. Got a wart? Use your clippers. Clip that off and then <gasps> take that root out. <gasps> I'm not kidding. He goes, "You want to watch?" I was like, "There's so much blood." I was a kid. I was like, "There's so much blood. I have to leave." And I wasn't that easily grossed out. Dug a wart out of his elbow with fingernail clippers. How did he not get an infection or gangrene? Because you pour bleach on it, Jessica. (laughs) What's wrong with you? You don't get the science I am speaking? (laughs) 
Can you imagine what that feels like? Just fire. Yes, because it would burn your skin. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, that man, you know, you know, I've told you my dad loves to fly and he wants to fly. And so throughout my life, yeah, he has a gyrocopter at the moment. He's had ultralight stuff like that. His first ultralight he had got his finger a little too close to that blade. He cut that finger down to the bone. We could see the bone. He almost fainted. He had to sit down. That man never went to the hospital. That man let that let that heal all on its own. And a couple of years later, there was something sticking out of the tip of his pointer finger. He's like, what is that? It's irritating me. It's like a splinter or something. No, Jessica. It was the tip of his finger that he had chopped off in that accident. And it had taken two years to work its way out of his skin. <laughs> oh, When I tell you, now, another definition for this could be just full-blown crazy. But when I tell you my dad is a tough MFer, I'm That's an understatement. I'm not A career fireman. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's real hardcore. Which is great because he just had another knee surgery today. So let's get on the healing train. Oh, yeah. Pour some bleach bleach on that leg. Oh, my God. Oh, Gary Powell, you're the best. Unbelievable. You know what? <laughs> I did have something similar happen. Uh, when I was a kid, I got stung by a wasp in uh, the apartment complex we lived in in my early years when we first moved from Canada to Atlanta. And there was a girl that I used to have a lemonade stand with, and we'd maybe make like a dollar seventy-five combined. But we could yeah. both go rent our own roller skates and like share nachos and a coke at the roller rink back in the day, right? Ooh, fun, right? Well, I got sung by a wasp once, and it was like I was playing with her that day. My parents, I don't think, were home, and I came in. And I was like, "Oh, it really hurts." And her step Diddy, Eddie, mm-hmm. who. <laughs> P.S. Just give you a quick visual. Trucker cap. Uh, white shirt with the arms and the sides cut out. So not, it's like an open air tank top. Like a loggia of tank sure, top. Sure, sure. Right? Yeah. Real short jean shorts. Okay. And flip flops. Okay. And like a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Anyways, mm-hmm. his remedy was to break open one of his Marlboro Reds. Oh, Oh my, you got so physical. Was he that violent? No. I just scared myself. My God. Your whole mic stand over. I'm a mess. <laughs> he opened up that Marlboro Red in like this and put all the tobacco into his hand, mm-hmm. spit in it, mm-hmm. made a paste, mm-hmm. and put that on directly onto the wasp sting he let that sit for like five minutes then he took it off and then he shook meat meat tenderizer on it okay and what what was the tenderizer for what ingredient was going to heal don't know oh there was no explanation it was i don't know if that was in in my mind's eye in (laughs) retrospect i'd like to think that eddie maybe thought that would help with the swelling yeah yeah. I'm not sure. I'm but sure like, that there's some old, <laughs> like, his grandmammy taught him that. <laughs> <laughs> or 
Or he learned it in the war. I don't know where it came from, but I'm sure it came from somewhere. <laughs> Tell you another thing I... What? It's insane, like all of the things that we that we just do because we're like, no, that makes you feel better. Yeah. Well, you know what else I remember about Eddie? Because mm. I remember my mom was not happy about this because we weren't allowed mm. to have that kind of food. That's where I had my first fried bologna sandwich on Wonder White Bread. We were only allowed to have Roman meal whole wheat. Oh, gross. I thought I, so I went bad. to another planet. I bet you did. I fried bologna with French's mustard and white bread. That sounds so gross to me. But I'm sure you were like, oh, my God, this is the best thing I've ever had. You children that grew up with healthy-minded hippie parents, I don't understand. Like, I didn't experience some food delicacies because we had a very, very small palate for what our taste likes were anyway. But also, you know, we were on the poorer side. <laughs> so, like, we didn't get name brand things and treats were usually for my mom and not us. Um, because, mm-hmm. you know, moms, it used to be okay when we were young for moms to have their own candy and their own food that the children yes. were allowed to look at and not eat. Oh, yeah. Speaking from experience. Um, that was the whole I thing. do not You're do right. that to my child. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't. And the whole reason I don't do that to my child is because it was done to me. <laughs> right? But, like, you guys that were so restricted with things like that. I feel so bad for you because I feel like it has the opposite effect. Just like you said, you felt like it was the best thing you had ever eaten in your life. Like for me, the punishment was going to my grandmama's because she is the one who ate all those grainy breads, all those breads with crunchy things. No, no bread needs to have a crunch except on the crust. Like if it's a fresh, a fresh loaf of sourdough, yeah, and I like a little crunch on the outside. Otherwise, I want that bread melting like a paste to the top of my mouth. Okay? Oh, <laughs> and God. if you got rocks in your bread, it's not happening. Right? Yep. Grandmama had oat nut bread, yes. Oh, uh, any multigrain, oh, uh, anything gross. It just should have <laughs> said gross bread. Right on the plastic. <laughs> gross bread. Keep your children unhappy with this gross bread. (laughs) (laughs) Did it save anyone's life? Did you, did you grow up to have better health than me because you didn't eat white bread? No. And I nommed that white bread every day, Jessica. (laughs) Okay. I'll tell you this. It is nothing short of a miracle that I can not only eat, but that I enjoy raw kale And tofu, just as two prime examples, because I don't know if I've ever told you, but my mother had us become macrobiotic for the greater part of a year when I was younger. And when I I tell you that... I didn't uh, even know what that meant until I was 44, I think. uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I like to tell people it's beyond vegan, because it really is. You think vegan is uh, So hard. Uh. I am telling you, uh, for breakfast, a teaspoon full of algae in a glass of water. I would have to hold my nose and be gagging it the whole time. Miso soup, mm, just a hearty bowl of broth to start your morning out right. Um, A treat, 
a treat was going to Unity Foods in Atlanta back in the day and getting a flourless donut covered with carob. Oh, back in the day. First of all, carob, I don't even know what that is. I thought it was a beetle. Uh, And back in the day, (laughs) healthy things were so nasty. Nasty. What is a carob? Am I wrong? It's an Egyptian beetle in tombs. Am I wrong? (laughs) (laughs) You're confusing it with my favorite of the insect world, the scarab. Very similar. Seems like you were eating bugs. (laughs) But carob, because like... There's a lot of vegan chocolatiers now, okay, right? Like, they don't use any milk or lactose product at all. So it's like. I have a lot of dairy free treats, um, vegan treats, because we live in LA and they have just perfected it. Right. Like, so amazingly. But back in the day, uh uh. I know. So I don't remember what carob comes from exactly but it is uh like a chocolatey taste and it's a natural thing it's not a grody like synthetic made thing it's real i just don't know what carob comes from somebody one of our foodies i feel like tara if you're listening you'll be able to tell us what carob is because i don't remember i just know that it doesn't i guarantee you it doesn't belong on a donut No. And do you understand my favorite food of anything? If I have to pick like one type of food and I love food would be a sandwich. I think at the end of the day, my favorite food is a great sandwich. You have said this to me before and it blows my mind because nothing leaves me as unsatisfied as a sandwich (laughs) at home. Like two pieces of bread and something in between. I'm like, I literally just ate an appetizer. I'm starving. Okay, if you go to a restaurant, get a big sandwich, I get it, but at home. And so I have a couple of times now, I'm trying not to be pushy, but sent you links to (laughs) Sandwiches of History because I'm obsessed with that guy. If you guys are on Instagram or TikTok, I think he's on TikTok, but Mm -hmm. on Instagram, Sandwiches of History, he just got merch. I think he's going to start selling uh, T-shirts, but he is this very intelligent man who loves sandwiches and he does old sandwiches from old recipe books yes and i keep saying you and your husband alan need to start something like that because you're both foodies oh my god that's but what so it, amazing can you explain I need to, to me follow him. What is, you have to i'll send you another one because i i like them every day so okay. <laughs> <laughs> um what is it that's so satisfying about a sandwich and i'm asking from a genuine place of curiosity <laughs> uh i mean I think it's because like my favorite, and I love all sandwiches, but my, if I had to pick my favorite, it's a turkey sandwich. So what's satisfying? I love bread. Okay. Like love it. I love like fresh roasted turkey. I love mm-hmm. lettuce, like romaine or something like a leafy lettuce. And I freaking love mayonnaise. So like that to me is, I don't know why it's just a very comforting soothing you, satisfying something that yeah. simple mayo lettuce tomato i mean i love tomatoes but i'm not even throwing tomato in there turkey mayo lettuce bread done deal right he also is very big on condiments so his, the structure of his yes. thing is that he makes the sandwich as is and then he will try and plus it up he did a oh. video the other day it was a tour of his condiments and mm-hmm. i 
knew you were working, so I didn't send it to you because sometimes I oversend with Jessica. I know that's shocking, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't send it. But it was a tour no. of his condiments, and I thought Jessica and Alan would lose their minds. There were things I did, like carob, like things that I'd never even heard of. That uh, I was like, it's too old for me. It's too old for me to learn now. I can't shove any more in my brain. But I bet you guys would know what it is. May I? May I have permission to kind of like move on into my rant because there's yes. there's a food related element to our rant. Oh, yeah. um, Let's please do it. So my rant today, and then between me and Jessica, we'll tell you how to get a hold of us and things like that. But my rant today, the reason I'm going into it is because it's about Halloween treats that look too real, okay? And the case in point here, sent here, was the raw bloody meat treats and skinned alive edible hand as per an Instagram video. Now, Jessica sent me a specific Instagram video that I had not seen, though I have seen many similar to it. We've gotten out of control right now with wanting to to make our food that we eat look like things. For example, uh, a hairbrush with uh, sugar sugar hair that where it's all edible cake. Like we're we're getting crazy with that, right? They're making they're making birth cakes where like the baby's head comes out of between the two legs are the cake and and you eat the baby, right? And so we're getting a little out of control. But Jessica, you're not wrong. This Halloween, so we've we've already touched on the schmear boards that drive you crazy. Another <sighs> thing that is happening is the video you specifically sent me looked like a legitimately real skinned human hand. So what they did was use cream cheese it. and other flavor <sighs> yummies. Right, right, right. And then like borsan or other soft cheeses. Oh, which don't ruin that soft cheese for me. I love me a borsan. <laughs> I love me a borsan. I want to unwrap it. And then I want to throw away the wrapping because I'm like, I can eat this whole thing. And sometimes <laughs> I do. And then I feel shame for three days. But anyway, <laughs> what they did was she drew the shape of her hand. That's why it was so real. And followed the shape of her hand and then packed that borsain and cream cheese around and then covered it in prosciutto. And if it did not look like a real skinned human, like, I love creeps. I love spooks. I love ghosts. I love paranormal. I like scaries. Spooky town is where I want to live. That crossed a line. That's some Dahmer shit. That's some, like, I even saw... Everybody was going crazy this Halloween with the skeletons, which I love. Even my family did it. My family did the skeleton Hilarious. TV's boyfriend, Jeff, who just can make anything. <laughs> he and my dad got together. That's unstoppable. And they made <laughs> where you get a bucket and your skeleton sits in it and it's a pirate and he's drinking. And the water goes from the bucket through the bottle and into his mouth and just recycles over and over and over. So he's constantly Amazing. drinking. Right? I think it's so cute. But somebody. Love decided to ruin everything for everyone ever and they covered a skeleton in something like prosciutto but it was like they had used um um oh um fondant you can get it in matte and glossy no it's not even edible it's um, schmack what do we paint on things schmack it's like if you want to put paper on like i built mod podge You go 
because my brains are rotting. Oh my god! I can't remember words for things anymore. Yes, Mod Podge. <laughs> they Mod Podge this um, thin stuff that literally looks like raw human flesh. I don't and like so it. Their their skeletons look like filleted human. No, but no, the thing about no, the, no. the one that you sent me, the hand they said specifically for presentation, cut a couple of places in the arm and then across the top of the hand so that you can show everyone the fillings inside. It also had nails okay. made with red onion, I believe. Fingernails made out of red <clears throat> onion. Stop it. And also Again. that goes against your theme because if someone's willing to skin, they want they'll pull those nails off. That's the torture before the skinning. I already know that. Okay, so you blew oh your whole God. your whole red onions for fingernails. And they were porn they were long porn fingernails I always talk about. Like where like stiletto I don't know what's nails. up in there. Stiletto, stiletto nails. Yeah. Claws, yeah. Out of red no. onions. But no, then just a skinless arm that we're gonna eat. Like that Body Wars. It's not called Body Wars. What was that called? That exhibit where they like took people's bodies and they removed no, the, the show the skeletal system. You know what I I'm know talking what about. That is science. I went to I, that three times. Twice alone and I rented the headphones. That's science, Jessica. You're a maniac. <laughs> I couldn't go once. It was in Vegas when I was there and I was like, I can't. I've seen it here twice and once in Missouri, baby. What? Body, body, uh, mechanics or body. What's the name of it? Anyway, Dan Tipton also feels the same and said, I refuse. I will not go. And so I said, that's great. I will go by myself, <sighs> which I did. And I got the headphones. Ah. That is science. And I ain't eating that. But do I want to see an articulated skeleton of a horse and then a, a skinless human on the back of it to see how our muscles work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I my even God. one time third wheel. Do you remember Jason Frederick and his sweet wife, Harmony? I was on an improv team with Excuse them for me. so long. Uh, yes, I was him. on two teams with him. I loved Jason. He was my knight in shining armor when a skateboarder oh, knocked into so me. So sweet. So sweet and so funny. Uh, yes. I am such a weirdo that I was like, can I third wheel with you and your wife and come go see that exhibit? I've seen it before, but I'd like to go again. <laughs> and I did! I love it. I really but was that's different yes, than intrigued, putting it on but... the kitchen table. Oh, my God. No, those were so gross. And the raw meat one that yes. looks like ground hamburger meat. Ground beef. Mer Yes, but it was made out of, like, brown sugar, and it was, like, some kind of confection, like a sweet dessert, but it looked yeah. exactly like ground beef. What yes. are we teaching our children? <laughs> like, my snacks looked like worms. They were called gummy worms or bears, gummy bears, yes. right? Or uh, yeah. even the worst we got, I think, was ants on a log. Our children are now like, this is legitimately looks like a human hand, and I'm going to chow it. That's dangerous. Yeah. It's a small skip to Dahmer. It's a small skip to Dahmer. I'm sorry. <laughs> on a log. Oh, my God. You know Remember what? That, that nastiness? Yes, and I didn't like it then, but right now that seems so comforting, and I could really go for that. 
I guess I'm a monster because no nostalgia is bringing that back for me. You know who eats that now? Skunks. That's what I see on Instagram. Skunks love it. Remember when there would be that family or that house that gave you a box of sun-made raisins instead of candy on Halloween? Hated that. Hated that. I will say. I guess I, if I'm being honest, I'd rather have that than like, oh, here's a piece of candy that looks like a human pinky finger. You know what I think is really cute that I noticed with uh, the stuff that my friend's kid got? Not everyone gave candy, and I thought this was really cute. Uh, you know that company, Utz, U-T-Z? It's like a yeah, yeah. East Coast thing. They make, like, cheese balls and pretzels and all that. Right. Utz had little packages that were packaged specifically for Halloween. It was, like, their classic pretzels, but shaped like bats and ghosts and stuff like that. And I'm like, Aww. now that's cute. That's cute. You know, you get, like, yeah. a little bag of that kind of stuff. So I thought that was a cute change of pace and someone gave a little book of uh you know like temporary tattoos oh see i think that's very cute but when i was a kid temporary tattoos were just of the devil my whole costume was temporary tattoos this year boy my mama was probably rolling in her (laughs) grave so you didn't ever (laughs) get a candy cigarette oh we had them but boy no those were taken away also, oh, I, let's be honest, they didn't taste good. They were Ooh, awful. They did not taste good, though. But I thought I was so terrible. cool, which is so creepy, but <laughs> so back cool. then everyone smoked. Everybody on TV smoked back then, too. Like, it was normal yep. to us. And it was reversed. Um, Instead of inhaling yeah. it, you went, and you blew out to make the sugar, the powder go, the poof. Yes. Yeah, the sugar, poof. Unreal. funny? I mean, we lived in a time where candy cigarettes were popular. We are so. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, oh, my God. Well, listen, I'll just end on this. I'll keep it short and sweet. That wasn't short. I don't know why I said that. (laughs) I just don't think we need to be eating things that look like body parts, because I think there are some brains out there that can't handle it. (laughs) I Wholeheartedly concur. Well, Dana, I'm very curious as to whether or not you're going to be shocked, excited, proud. Uh, I don't know what about my rant, but this rant is something that I did last night Mm -hmm. in response Mm -hmm. to people not paying attention. Um, You guys, we've been talking about this on this show for years about the entitlement, the, it doesn't apply to me. I'm the center of the picture. Yeah. The playing dumb. I mean, I always go back to one of our earlier episodes and it involved Dana ranting about people not returning shopping carts, people pretending to not see the line. (sighs) You know how I love to rave rant. So I will start with the rave part of this rant. (laughs) Okay. Last night, I was very generously granted free tickets with my friend Scarlett by a mutual friend of ours who had to cancel their trip to L.A. She and her husband were supposed to be coming out and they were going to be attending the band The Who at the Hollywood Bowl. (laughs) Now, I'm going to start this by saying I made another ignorant, preconceived notion. I thought, eh, like, I don't I don't love The Who, right? 
That's how I felt about Flea. Pretty, pretty old. They are. But you just hold on to your hat there, sister. Okay, okay. Okay. (laughs) This is also very similar to when a friend had won tickets years ago to Fleetwood Mac and took me for my birthday. And I was like, oh, great. And I thought, I don't really like Fleetwood Mac. Right, right. And then you get there. Just like Fleetwood Mac, last night I ate my hat for the entire duration because it was one of the most electrifying performances I've ever seen. Oh, Jay Tipton's going to be jealous because when I told him you were going, he was like, yeah, but they're so old now. Dana, we were so (laughs) shocked at how good they sound and how more than capable they are. I can't believe I'm saying, but like they're in their late seventies. I think one of them might be almost 80. Uh, And your vocal cords age. That's hard. hundred, hundred percent. Pete Townsend is 77. He's the lead guitarist from one of the, I mean, he sings a lot too, right? Every song is a hit and they didn't even get to all of their songs, right? There's when your body of music is that great. And I'm talking about where you have that many hits. I know Kate will be happy to hear this. Yes. I'll put your precious Taylor Swift in this category. We all know yeah, she broke the charts the yeah. Billboard Top 10. I'm not making fun, but it's like she now in concert will never be able to play all of her hits in all one of concert. All her hits. Right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. They also had a full symphony that backed oh, the art that didn't magical. back the, that was on stage. It elevated it to a, yeah. a different place. Right? So again, yeah. I can't say enough about it. If they're coming to your town, go see them. It was my mouth was on the ground. I was smiling. I was in such a bad mood. And I said, I'm so glad we came. I, this completely changed my mood today. Like I oh, left I last night that. smiling. It was great. Good. Yeah. Now we're going to backtrack to this rant. Okay. So there's the okay. good news. I ended with the good news. Okay. It was a great okay. night. However, when you go to any place, including the Hollywood Bowl, there are lines, right? Like there's yeah. different bars or food places. The place holds 17,000 people. You're not going to usually just walk up. You're going to have to wait in a line, right? So they have a market like halfway up going up to Mm -hmm. the different promenade levels. And as to not overwhelm, because there's only two cashiers and it's a small store, they were letting 10 people in at a time. It's a tiny, that was very generous, right? The entire time that we were standing there, and it was a decent line, probably 30 people deep. People just kept going up and standing, playing dumb, trying to bleed into the line, standing at the front, or just walking up and trying to walk right through. And you guys, I didn't start small. I literally said, the back of the line is here. Okay. See, this is why you can't be my friend anymore. This is behavior you've learned from me, and it's not okay. (laughs) On the flip side of the coin, yes, you did. And thank goodness, because if people stood up and called these jerks out for their behavior more often, they'd stop. I am so happy that this is your reaction, because I literally thought about you, and I was like, you know what? Normally, I would say, like, all these things ran through my mind. I'm like, I don't care. The back of the line is here. I kept saying it. The more people did it. The angrier I got, the more to the point where once I realized I like shouted it in the person in front of me's ear and I realized I don't, I didn't mean to, but I'm going to kind of try to move around them. My friend was like this. 
Because yeah. I just don't Yo. think she was ever expecting that from me. Yo. And then I went a step further when they gathered in a group and there was like of several people who kept trying to come around or get on this side and all that. I stepped out of line and I just started talking like this with my hands in the air, like the mayor of Toontown. I was like, you know, it seems like a lot of people here are very, very confused as to where a line is and where it starts and where it ends. The back of the line is here. Half of the people were trying to decide whether to call 911 and half of them were like, does she work here? I'm telling you. I should have been paid for my service because I regulated that place. I did it to yeah. every, because it was like rapid fire. It just yeah. happened one after the other after. And it's like, no, you, none of you, what do you, what you're do you never going to get in there? If people, exactly. What, they know what, what do you you're doing, doing there. Doing they here. don't care. They think that they're going to go up there and you're going to be like, are they confused? Are they? And then they get in there and they leave and they don't give a shit about uh-huh. Jill. Uh-huh. Like the woman yeah. that was pretending that she was trying to get to the ice cream, which was next to the marketplace. No, you weren't. You were no, trying to get another bottle of rosé. So you can go You're to the back get... of the line. That's right. You're not going to get pushback from the girl who started a fight with an entire high school baseball team at a Blake Shelton concert. You're not going to get pushback. I'm going to applaud you for your bravery oh and God. your service to mankind <laughs> because if you haven't learned wait your turn by this point somebody needs to scold you yes. i don't care how old you are because i'll tell you older people they were all who old. i respect i was I, br- I was brought up to respect your elders okay but when that elder tries to pretend like they can't hear me or they don't understand how lines work mm-hmm. even though lines were invented before I was born and probably before they were born. You understand it. (laughs) And if you don't, we might ought to look into putting you in a home if that's where your brain's at these days. So you make a choice. Follow the rules or go to a home. Is that the worst thing I've ever said? (laughs) Or go to a home. That might be the worst thing that's ever come out of my mouth. So out of control. (laughs) But for real people... I know nobody wants to wait in the line, but you ain't that special. Get your butt in the line that people wait in. Yes. Because who are you? Why do you get to skip the line to get your rosé, lady? Did you Dana, give me were... bone marrow? Did you save my life, lady? What reason I got for you to get your rosé or Prosecco before I do? Did you save many lives and bring them to Jesus and so you get miracle blessings? Ah! I'll answer for you. Get, they were older, but they were all real coherent and dressed oh, up. A lot, lot of ladies and heels and skirts at a concert. Listen, I don't get it, but at okay. some point, at some point, like I know myself well enough to know that at some point there's going to be a switch where I turn into the biggest hypocrite you'll ever know. Because I will be that cute little old lady with that white hair and just so bag and all that. And I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry, honey. I just was trying to get a beer. I didn't know. And I'll walk away and go, ah, fuck. I thought that was going to work. I know that's going to be me. I know. So I see you, old people. I'm becoming you. I know what you understand and what you don't. 
don't make me tell you to get to the back of the line, young lady. You might have to. And you know what? I'll giggle all the way. But no, was, let's hope I, I don't. I'm For real, I am a big stickler about lines. It absolutely yes. crawls under my skin faster than a roach. I mean, I can't handle it. Listen, again, one person cuts in front of you, whether it's in a car or whatever. Yeah, you go. And then I'm just like, it's not worth it. But I'm serious. We've already been standing here for 15 minutes in a line that's not moving because of so many people. And also there's someone in there stopping people, sending them back. And so then I was just like, why do I, why did I have to turn into the line police? But nobody else cared. They don't don't get paid enough to mess with it. I know. You know, but no one was even paying attention. Everyone was talking to whoever they were standing with and in their own world. And I was like, cool. I'm not standing here another hour because people are just having no regard for anything. I hate that shit playing dumb. I do too. And I eventually, like, I will also humiliate you to other people around you. Uh, One time I was waiting. Now, listen. (laughs) You can fully judge me for why I was standing in line. I did. I was trying to get a picture with a life-size Blake Shelton cutout. So, listen, it wasn't important. (laughs) I'm aware of that, okay? But I stood in line for a long time, enjoying myself with my friend Candace, just talking, Mm -hmm. having a good time. But same thing, people after people after people. And it finally got to the point where I started going, oh, I'm sorry, are you guys together? And I would point out a complete stranger to them. And then point at them and then make my fingers come together like they knew each other. I cannot. I go, oh, you guys are together? And then, of course, the other person who was like, what the fuck is going on would be like, no. And I would go, oh, I'm sorry. She was trying to stand next to you. I thought you guys were together because the line is back here. I will full-blown humiliate you and destroy you into it. I love it. Because if you've got the balls... To be that rude, I will call you out to a stranger and make them look at your face. <laughs> oh my god! I I, I might be Hilarious. a monster human, but you know what? I am person by person making the world a better place to live in. <laughs> <laughs> this is all my fault, Jessica. I've seeped oh my into god. your. I've I love it. I actually felt behavior. empowered. I was Good. so pissed and I was like, I will not stand for that. I'm just, I'm done. I'm done with that baloney business. So, well, and I, it, is, it is true. A lot of the time, I feel like we have to have at least a mindfulness moment and say, be very careful because people are crazy these days and you could get shot. Yes. You know, for example, a man so honked a bougie at me the other crowd day. at the who. Right. That's a little different. A man right. honked at me the other day on Fountain and it was around a school. So there was a police officer directing traffic. So mm. clearly she was letting five or six cars go at once from each direction. Right. right. So I'm sitting there. The guy behind me gets so mad and starts honking at me. And I just kind of put my hands up in the air like what? And then when we went, like he went when right I behind went, you. He honked at me again. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he saw mm-hmm. the cop and I was like, whatever. I just ignored it. We were waiting in a long line. It was school traffic, whatever. Not even my kid's school. It was over in Hollywood. Right. So anyway, we get on to Highland and he pulls up beside me very slow nope. and there's no cars in front of him. So it's clear that he's wanting to communicate with me. And so nope. I slowly turned my head and looked at him and I stared for a second. And, ooh, he was glaring at me. And I finally go, what? Say something. 
what? Because I was like, you think because you were clearly in the wrong. I was being directed by a officer of the law. Right. I would have gotten a ticket if I had run over her in the middle of the street. Okay. But you still think you need to pull up beside my car and try and intimidate me right. for what? I just kept saying, what? Say something. Now, he did drive away, but later I was like, Dana, was that worth it? So please be careful out there, but also call yes. out line butters. I'm sorry. Do it. I'm sorry. Start doing it. Sometimes bullies go away yes. when you finally shine a light on them. <laughs> it burns their skin because they live in the dark crevices of the evil underworld. Oh my shine God. that light. Burn that skin. Right? Pour some bleach on it. <laughs> Blow on it. Pour some bleach on it and heal. Move on. Oh now, God. is a concert at the Hollywood Bowl or getting a picture with a life-size Blake Shelton cardboard cut out that important? No, but it's the principle of the poor behavior, Jessica. That's it's all. very important. It enriched my life. Oh, I just took a big gulp of coffee. <laughs> Which is probably very necessary at 4.27 in the afternoon. <laughs> like, I'm not already wound up. I just pulled on my chair so Hilarious. hard I could have taken flight and shot into the sky with my anger. So, oh my so unimportant. But this gives me a good chance to say that's just the format of our show, guys. We're just yes. trying to be silly. It's pretty rare that we have something important to rant about, but that does happen from time to time. Yeah. Most of the time, we're just getting our frustrations out and being silly, okay? And exactly. the reason I feel the need to say that is because part of our growing pains, at least for Dana, has been to enter new social media worlds and platforms that I have specifically avoided because of my history with mean people on the internet as an actress. Uh, <laughs> and... My assumptions were definitely proved last week as we mm -hmm. entered into the world of TikTok. And I would say that me specifically has not been well received by some of the public. Things were said like, she's just very angry because she's unpopular and poor. Um, why is that woman screaming? Well, the name of the show is the Rants and Raves podcast. Uh -huh. So if, if our craziness is not for you, no hard feelings, move on. <laughs> Exactly. You know what I really so do want to point out? It's not from listeners. And you and I talk about no. this all the time. That's not from any of our listeners. It's like things that we don't enjoy, no. we don't watch, listen, engage with, talk about. Waste our time on, I know. So and I'm I will like, say, I, go on. I, I am... I am proud of how I handled it because we all know I am what yes. some might call uh, spicy. Um, but I did realize this is not our listeners. These are not our people. These are nope. people who saw a plus size white woman ranting about the eighties. Like one woman was like, Oh please, what kids can't have fun in any era. That wasn't really the point of what I was saying, but <laughs> oh my God. So I just, for a minute, I just kind of, cause we were new out there. So I just said, Hey, we rant about silly things and rave about charities and good news. Uh, we might not be for you. Have a great day. And I just left it at that, yep. you know, but it's a good lesson for me not to be so reactive, Dana. Uh, <laughs> and to learn how to not take things personally because those comments Probably. could have been written by a bot 
or someone who lives in their grandma's basement and eats people like we spoke about earlier in the show. So it's really not, it's not a fight worth fighting for anybody, but you know, there's some growing pains for me because I have been the victim of people seeing me in a commercial and then just writing. She's the size of two school buses. And then my friends are like, Oh my God, I saw you in this. And they tag me in it. And as soon as I go to it, the first comment I see is school buses. And then I cry for three days and, you know what I mean? So this yes. is life lessons for me too. But again, another mindfulness moment, if I may, and this is also, mm-hmm. like you said, not to our listeners, but if you know of anyone or your children have suffered this, there a lot of influencers and social media celebrities are mm-hmm. posting that they're having to take breaks and that people are getting too personal and too mean and it's becoming too much. We are yep. hurting people deeply. Uh, no, I, I'm fine. Don't worry. You don't have to like check on me or anything. I'm okay. Uh, for the moment, <laughs> but I would say like, we've got to start spreading the message that this is damaging and you can't, yes. people are still humans, even if they're on a screen or if they're coming out of a speaker on your phone, uh, they're still humans with feelings and they can yep. be hurt. And even though you think because it's anonymous and you're, you're behind a screen, it affects because I have had thousands of people tell me how talented I am. And then two comments about my looks or my ability can really take you down. And it's hard. Of course. We're having to learn to get a little bit tougher skin. And it's almost even crazier when it's from a complete stranger. If it's from someone you love, yes. you go, well, they're, they're trying to be, they're trying to be um, critique, which is something that you can get better at, right? Mm-hmm. You can fix, you can mm-hmm. work to progress. Um, that's from a place of kindness. But telling me I look like I'm two school buses put together, there's not really much I can do about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I mean, vroom, vroom, the wheels on the bus go round and round. Sorry about it, but it didn't help me or you. So. Exactly. <laughs> swish, 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 swish. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> Let's be nice. We can do better. Jessica, do you want to tell people how to get a hold of us, and then we'll take a much-needed cleansing breath while I suck yes. down the rest of my, the rest of my early evening <laughs> coffee. <laughs> Please continue to find us and. Engage with us on Instagram and Facebook at The Rants and Raves Podcast, on Twitter at Raves underscore the. You can always send us an email at The Rants and Raves Podcast at gmail.com or go to the contact button on our website, www.TheRantsandRavesPodcast.com. Dot com. I wonder if yeah. we were together on that. Probably not. I think there's a delay. <laughs> Um, okay, my husband I think my husband just texted me and said, Are you recording? Yes, I am. Okay. Jessica, I think it's time, don't you? Oh, we gotta take a big one. We are four hours into this one hour show. <laughs> and we're just getting ready to do a cleansing <laughs> breath. But we didn't see everybody last week, so that's okay, right? I'm the one that yeah. edits. Who cares? If you do, if you have to watch it in parts, that's fine. I don't mind. Uh, we like to get all of our frustrations out, which clearly Jessica and I were filled to the brim today. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then we get it all out. We take a nice cleansing breath. We scream it out. We breathe it out, whatever you're capable of doing at the moment. And then we fill up with laughs, kindness, and good news. Are you ready, Jess? Indeed. 
I'm ready. Let's make this a good deep one. Real. Okay. Let's get into the into our cut, into our gut, into the core of our being. Let's get some air in there. Let's take a deep breath in. <laughs> and <sighs> that was nice. I give you permission to take 17 more of those without us mm-hmm. through the rest of our show if you want. Uh, <laughs> let's go ahead <laughs> and move into our corners. Oh, yeah. I'm up first, right? Indeed. This is a really great one. I love this. This is a happy corner, not a weird one. Mm-hmm. Actually, this is a Hollywood Hollywood. Corner. Hollywood. Hollywood. So my corner this week is from... I'm looking it up. This is Scoop, right? It's Scoop from Upworthy. Oh, yeah. Yes. Upworthy. I love Upworthy. So this article is written by Sukitra B. Um, let me just read the headline and get ready to go. Aw. Dick Van Dyke buys coats and gives them to those in need in latest display of his generous heart. So before I get into this, he's an icon. He's a legend. He's still funny oh, yeah. to this day. That man is rocking life. Rockin' life at 96 years young, okay? And I have never heard a bad thing about that man. Yeah. Have you? No. Always smiling. You have heard personal. bad things? No, I'm saying all I've heard is how personable. He's always smiling, uh, you know. Same. And, like, we live behind the magic curtain. That's what we do yep. for a living. So we hear, I mean, I've got some stories that would curl your toes about people that <laughs> would be like, no, <laughs> right? Right. We can't go around telling those stories. But, like, the, the shit is under the covers here, except it's a see-through cover out here, okay? Never heard a bad word about this man. No. Never. I have friends nope. that have worked with him. He agreed to do a friend of mine's short film once. That man don't need to do that. He did it because he's kind. Okay, now let me just read to you what his latest wonder was. (laughs) The 96-year-old Hollywood legend was photographed purchasing multiple red plaid winter coats from a store before donating them to his local nonprofit. Numerous celebrities support charities with their resources and power, which is true, and thank you. And I hope that one day I'm a celebrity that can do that as well. (laughs) They feel a great drive to give back to the community and to do so by working on large-scale campaigns with reputable nonprofits or by starting their own charitable organizations from scratch. One such generous star is the renowned actor Dick Van Dyke, who is well-known for often performing small yet heartfelt acts of kindness. See, those stories get around, man. Mm-hmm. And But it works the same way for bad stuff, too. If there's bad stuff going on, that gets out, too. Okay. Yep. Moving on. Van Dyke was recently seen buying the coats. The 96-year-old legend. Now they're just repeating themselves. Yeah, I hate up. that. Why do so many um, articles do that, by the way? I don't know. The renowned Mary it's Poppins actor annoying. is said to have been spotted pulling a cart full of clothing before placing them into his car. A little while later, the vehicle was seen parked outside the nonprofit where Van Dyke dropped off his recent purchases. People who came looking for the organization's services would have undoubtedly been moved by the star's generosity. The thing that makes it so great, too, this is me talking, not not the article, mm-hmm. is that he didn't do it with the intent of being seen. Someone right. spotted him doing it. Exactly. You know what I mean? 
The celebrity is often seen engaged in charity at the Malibu Community Labor Exchange, which helps connect job seekers and companies. The latest instant of his efforts to help those in need came just weeks after he was spotted outside of the same Malibu building, distributing $5 bills to homeless people and job seekers. In addition to giving out money, the actor from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang also took the time to talk Mm. to numerous employees and cheer up the local homeless individuals. Whenever I have some fives, I come by, Van Dyke told reporters at the time as he prepared to leave in his car. You can't do it all the time, though, he joked. One of the employees at the center praised the icon by saying, just call him an angel from God. Mm. Van Dyke, who has a long history of engaging in charitable causes, is a well-known supporter of the organization and was first seen in May 2021 distributing money among job seekers and people experiencing homelessness. After Jessica Van Dyke, the actor's granddaughter, passed away from Ray's syndrome in 1987, he produced a series of television commercials to alert Mm. people to the risk to kids. Van Dyke continues to serve as the National Ray's Syndrome Foundation spokesperson to this day. Furthermore, he has devoted over 20 years to volunteering at the Midnight Mission, a century-old shelter in Los Angeles, according to Look to the Stars. He reportedly visits the shelter every Thanksgiving, every Christmas, every Easter, and on other occasions in between to offer support and cheer. Van Dyke has seven grandchildren and shares four children with his ex-wife, Marjorie Mm. Willett, whom he wed in 1948 on the program Bride and Groom before getting a divorce 36 years later. After 30 years of togetherness, his longtime partner, Michelle Triola Marvin, passed away in 2009. Van Dyke married former makeup artist Arlene Silver in 2012, and the couple's been together ever since. Um, Earlier this year, they were seen dancing and singing together in their Everybody Loves a Lover music video for Valentine's Day. The music video features the star adding his own flair to the popular 1950s song, and fans could not get enough of the icon dancing, winking at the camera, and joking around with naked sculptures. (laughs) The video concludes with Silver and Van Dyke sharing a loving embrace and a kiss. Aww. I got to tell you. I, I do I do put a lot of stock into, you know, they always say rumors are just rumors, but sometimes where there's smoke, there's fire. Mm-hmm. There's never been any smoke with this guy. And boy, no. I will be heartbreaking if, if that happens. But I got to say at 96, I don't know that it's ever going to. It's not. I think he might be the real deal. And how much happiness has his performances between the Dick Van Dyke show and Mary okay. Poppins alone? Not even counting. I love bang, to bang, laugh. I mean, loud and long and clear. I know. I love him. He will always be Bert. But he knows. Yes. Yes. And he knows how lucky he is and continues to give back. I just think it's wonderful. I love him. I do. I love him. I love him. 90 freaking six. Thank you, Dick Van Dyke. 96. Thank you, Dick Van Dyke, for living this long and blessing us with your presence. I mean, we just lost Leslie Jordan way too young. I'm sorry. Can't even deal with it. It was heartbreaking. That man brought so much sunshine during the pandemic. Like, he should be a national hero. He was such just pure joy. I've been watching a bunch of interviews with him, and I didn't realize that he had been an addict and that he was sober. And he Mm -hmm. said, once I really got sober, I decided that – or he was talking about how – uh, you learn through sobriety how to be of service to others. 
and to help them with their sobriety. And he said, once I really got sober, I decided I wanted to be of service to others. And all that man did was smile, laugh. All of our friends that ever worked with him said he is that adorable, sweet ball of energy. They're like, exactly as you saw him online, that's how he was in person and to work with. That was him. I think so, too. (sighs) I, I heard the same thing. Yep. How lucky are we that we have Dick Van Dyke still? I know. Because do you know that Leslie Jordan was only 67? Yes. He was not old at all. It's no, no. too soon. So thank you, Dick Van Dyke, for all the laughter, for all Indeed. the heart, and for everything that you still give to those around you. Amazing. Yes. I'll shut up now. I just love him. I love him too. <laughs> Well, you know how we like to take sharp turns on this show and sometimes <laughs> stark contrasts. Important, not important. I just get important. this heartfelt. What an amazing man. <laughs> <laughs> this is something I think I already sent to Dana uh, when I originally saw it. This is from the AP News. Haven Daily at a San Francisco restaurant. Pups chow on filet mignon. Wait, San Francisco is a foodie heaven with plenty of Michelin-starred restaurants. And San Franciscans love dogs. Uh, Hello. L.A. is the most dog-centric city I've ever been in. So it might come as no surprise that an entrepreneur has decided to combine the two passions – creating what's believed to be the first restaurant exclusively for man's best friend. I'm already angry about this okay. and just wait. I mean, we do have like, oh, oh, it gets worse. Cause I was like, we do have like little doggy bars where you can go get like little boutiques. You can buy treats for your doggies and bring your doggy and have a beer. That's different. Well, mm. okay. Dogue, which rhymes with Vogue. No. Yeah, no, I'm already mad. Go ahead. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Open last month in the city's trendy Mission District. Now I'm seeing red because the Mission is my favorite part of San Francisco, which is my favorite city in the United States. Ow. For $75. I mean, that's a strong, strong stance that you just took, but please continue. <laughs> For $75 per Not money, pup, big chunk. Doggy diners get a multiple course bone appetit. Did David Moyer write this article? No, I can't. Moyer is behind this. I know it. Uh-huh. Bone appetit meal featuring dishes like chicken skin waffles and filet mignon steak tartare with quail egg. For a dog? It also includes a mimosa and a baked treat for the pup's human. See what they did there? They give us the biscuit. Oh. Uh-huh. Rami Masarwe, a dog owner and classically trained chef, decided to leave his stressful job running a fine dining restaurant to focus on his new canine cafe. Sounds pretty fine dining to me. Some critics have expressed online outrage over the price point for the pampered pets, pointing out Income inequality, gentrification, and homelessness in the city. Oh, you don't say. (laughs) Uh Uh Oh, my God. 
For the cost of the tasting menu, you could buy at least five burritos at one of the many nearby taquerias in the Mission neighborhood. Wow, they just abruptly ended the article with that. That's the end. It's because they know it's ridiculous, too. <laughs> like, like, even I'm AP sorry. News was like, we can't even continue writing about this. <laughs> Tell me what the reason would be to do something like that with a dog because um i know i'm no expert i know people food it's not good for dogs most of it you shouldn't give no. them there's some exceptions right, right? but i don't know my grandpa ex- said my grandpa fed his chihuahua better than i ever ate growing up and that thing lived <laughs> until its flesh rotted off its bones i was like, gonna it- say it was like 19 <laughs> and had one leg and one eye what? And it had no teeth, and it nipped at every. It was the meanest little dirt devil. Ooh, it was mean. And that Hilarious. thing had cube steak. It ate better than I did. My grandma had to get up out of her chair from night court to go make that dog a cube steak, and it got ice cream for night dessert. But that, that wasn't was long before the puppuccino. Oh yeah, and it also wasn't seventy five dollars a doggy bone. If you've got the money to throw away on a seventy five dollar doggy treat. Can you please, didn't Jamie, am I mistaken? Didn't Jamie Oliver have a mental breakdown because he came to America and tried to feed our children healthier in schools and couldn't make it happen. But we can spend $75 on a filet tartare for a dog. That dog will eat my vomit. And I know this because my dog has ate my vomit. (laughs) (laughs) Can you picture getting Lucy? Steak tartare. Would you ever do that to Lucy? I mean, first of all, tartare means rare, right? Yeah. Com- rare. Raw. Yeah, gross. Raw. Yeah, gross. So there's the first element of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I would never give her raw meat and then watch her eat like a dinosaur. Uh-uh. I'm not going to. <laughs> but also, like, I'm not joking. Homeless people sometimes just need a bottle of water because the city came through and took away everything they owned, whether it's garbage or not, and gave them no resources to move on. Buy somebody a bottle of water before you buy a filet mignon for your dog. Am I wrong? Yep. No. Get somebody a, a tube of toothpaste before you Anything. go. <laughs> I mean, you can I make know. a mimosa at home. I don't know. I understand wanting to, like, do something for yourself and have fun, but there's there's extremes, right? Splurge on a pet portrait or something like that. Yeah, okay? that's nice. Like, yeah. Something that you can actually enjoy. I don't think your dog gives a shit whether it has tartar or some freaking, uh, well, I almost said Caesar. That has a Westie on it. Is that... Fancy feet? I don't know. I don't have a pet. Oh my god! Fancy, Fancy feet. I'm talking about cat, cat food. food. Y'all, somebody send help. Here's the thing: if you have a creature that licks its own butthole clean, you don't have to worry too much about what you're feeding them. They're going to eat. Okay. I will Is that tell too you this. Explicit? <laughs> no. I will post a picture of this if I have never brought this up. Uh, when I was a child, my mom showed our dog. We had an old English sheepdog. He was a professional registered American Kennel Club champion. And Ooh. he was also uh, treated like royalty. My mom fed him science diet, which was like a real fancy. I mean, it still is. Oh, back then, especially. It was yeah. like 
rare and it was expensive. It was like, what? He got a scoop of his science diet and then my mother boiled whole chickens and made steamed white rice for him and that was mixed into his food. Okay. For the dog. Yes. But you had to eat birdseed bread. <laughs> birdseed bread? Right. I never even said about I never even told you what the sandwich was. It was like two pieces of Ezekiel, which ain't bread, raw tofu, no. just sliced, not baked, not seared, not nothing. A piece of kale, the kind that was decorating the fruit bar at a Shoney's breakfast buffet. Okay. Oh, I love to get and- Shoney's breakfast buffet. <laughs> And no condiment. Raw tofu, raw kale, Ezekiel. Ah, Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe a miso spread. Spread? (sighs) Okay, Jessica, I don't understand why the dog ate better than you. (laughs) (laughs) And also, because he was a champion. My childhood was best in show for a good couple of years. Like, a hundred. Percent best in show, a hundred percent. If you're young and you haven't seen that movie, it's pretty funny. You should check it out. <laughs> um, that is mind blowing. You okay? So that dog ate rice and yummies while you broke your teeth on Ezekiel birdseed bread. But mm-hmm. am I wrong? So I am. What do they call it? A flexitarian or whatever? I try my hardest not to eat meat. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still like meat, but my it hurts my heart emotionally to eat meat. And yes. sometimes I psychologically make myself sick afterwards at this point. Um, Dana went to a wedding and shouldn't have ate meat again. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Why tofu is supposed to soak up the flavors of the things surrounding it. Am I correct? It's like about I'm... the seasoning and what it's with. I, I like Because tofu doesn't have a taste. Sure. It so doesn't it really. Up, it soaks up the flavor of the other things that you're making with it and the seasonings, correct? Yes. So if you're, yes. so your mother was serving you tofu with no condiments on birdseed bread. That was a flavorless. With a piece was, of kale with the was, spine in it that even uh, Brontosaurus could not have digested with the enzymes that come with their DNA. So you had a kale sandwich. It basically is my point. Like that's yes. the only flavor that could have been soaked up by the. T- that's so. Yes. While your dog ate soft rice and chicken. That's right. That's a this was for about a year. <laughs> this was for about a year, and I told you, I remember when we went to a macrobiotic potluck dinner with like all these kind of new age people that my mom like had this brief, you know, I don't want to say a stint, uh-huh. with, but it was like a group. We didn't hang out with these people, but. My mom was learning about macrobiotics, which, by the way, I will yeah. say, as much as I'm laughing about it, and there's plenty to laugh about, trust Is me. That uh, well, they will actually tell a lot of people with that unfortunately get diagnosed with cancer or certain very serious ailments to go macrobiotic, even just temporarily, to completely cleanse the body and kind of it's all about alkaline foods right like the yin and yang and things like mm. certain things cause inflammation in our body certain things lower the acidity and blah 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 my point is we went to the freak and i don't know why i'm whispering again like my mom's hearing either. me There's and getting me offended <laughs> holy shit i am so damaged <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my God. Um, I get it, Jessica. You don't think I looked at my grandpa when he told my grandma to go make a cube steak for the chihuahua and thought, what about for the granddaughter? I'm serious. Holy crap. It's unreal. I don't even... Well, I, also, I can't even wrap a, up my thought. No, there's no wrap up. So I'm just going to end it like this. I'm just going to add to it. I also saw a thing on Instagram the other day. Did you know that we have a Gucci restaurant here in Los Angeles? And it's the most I, outrageous thing I've ever seen. You know what? I can't deal with it. I had you ever gone to Barney's closed here, but did you ever go to Barney or what's it called? Green Barney's green grass on the top of Barney's and Beverly Hills. Jessica. You're talking to the girl whose daddy poured bleach on everything to fix it. No, I don't even know I made it existed. I made it sound like I went there as a lady who lunches. No, I was taken there for a potential, seriously, thank God it didn't go through, a potential reality show deal with my former employer. Oh, We boy. were there before, before our big meeting at WME, okay? Ugh. That's when I went to that place. That's it. Wow. But it's Most in the time that's... when I say milieu. Yes. Yeah. No. And most of the time, if I'm being honest, we all know I'm a hillbilly at heart. So most of the time when I go to real fancy places, you you should just secretly know that whatever I'm putting in my mouth, I probably hate and I'm actually swallowing it whole like medicine. Um, I'm not enjoying myself. <laughs> I thought... <laughs> I thought you were going to say you were discreetly like putting it in a napkin and then like shoving it no, in a plant as he walked to the no, bathroom. I'm swallowing it whole because I am a people pleaser. And oh my I'm God. taking it like pills. Like I'm just eating a plate yes. full of pills and swallowing it whole before I vomit. Oh my okay. God. <laughs> Don't take me anywhere fancy. I'm happy with a Del Taco. We're good. <laughs> French fries and burritos, winner. Oh my God. I love Del Taco. <laughs> they've got they've got a mean seven layer burrito made with impossible meat. They have an impossible meat now. How did I not know yes. this? I don't know, but they have a good six or seven items on the menu made with <gasps> the seven layer burrito, seven layer impossible burrito. Chef's kiss. Well, you know, I'll the take other Del night Taco any over. day over Taco Bell. Did we talk about how I went to a Halloween party on Saturday, like an adult one? I don't think we did in the opening. No. I, I was able on Saturday before Halloween. We had grown-up mm-hmm. Halloween. And right. I went over to uh, one of our dear friends from our pod squad, Spark yes. My Interest. Uh, Deborah and Diana from, from mm-hmm. Spark My Interest. They Well, Diana had a party. We all came over. Anyway, whatever. They're twins. That's why I'm like, make sure you don't say the wrong name with the wrong conversation, Dana. It's also hard that it's Deborah, yes. Dana, and Diana. My mom's name is Absolutely. Diana. We're a bunch of... <laughs> and they're identical twins. And yes, of course, I'm sure there are things that really stand out about them physically. But to yes, me, I can't tell sure. them apart. Well, you have to I would, be around if I saw them one of them know on the... them. Yes. You have to know them If I saw one of them on well. the street, I would be like, I don't know if that's Diana or Deborah. I know. And listen, there are very specific differences. But you don't see them all the time. So how would you know? Um, no, I just they had Diana had made uh, meat uh, meatless impossible meat meatballs, oh, and I had said nice. no to the meatballs because I thought they were meat. 
So I, I took one before I left. I was that weirdo that was like, Spear, mm, yeah, I'm eating a meatball on my way out of the house. <laughs> I love that. Why not? They were delicious. <laughs> God, what if somebody had a crock pot by the door and you could just grab a pick before you left? Like one little smoky, like, good night. Every time nightcap. you left somebody's house, just a little goodbye gift. Thanks for the weenie. <laughs> Mm, I love barbecue, and I'm going to chew oh on this God. toothpick for the next two hours before I brush my teeth. Thank you. <laughs> Little peek into the monster that I am. Oh uh, should we go ahead and move into our raves? We've got Let's we do it. good raves, but I don't know. I just love this one. I'm up first, and my rave is NoHo Home Alliance. And I think that this one really touched me because – Anybody that knows much about L.A., you know that we have a massive homeless problem. And it is so – it's dangerous. It's Mm -hmm. sad. It's heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. Our political structure here in – at least in Los Angeles County has not and is not handling it well. Nope. Perhaps doing more harm than good. Anyway, we're not a political podcast. All of that is neither here or there. But – I want to talk about the NoHo Home Alliance. You can find their website at nohohome.org. This is uh, very close to me and Jessica. We're we're both kind of neighbors of North mm-hmm. Hollywood, which is what NoHo stands for. Let me mm-hmm. tell you a little bit about their uh, organization. NoHo Home Alliance is a nonprofit membership organization of residents and stakeholders in the East San Fernando Valley. We are committed to addressing local issues and improving the health of our community. I want to tell you, I have all this already pulled up because I got so excited. No, I know their website. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Please check out their website because before I'm done, I'm going to try and keep it succinct. But some of the services, they run a variety of programs from direct service to community to policy advocacy. And that's what I love. They're not only trying to help the homeless, but they're also trying to teach us around it how to help and how to prevent. And I think that's amazing. Yes. So they have a drop-in program as one of their services. Uh, they connect with persons experiencing homelessness to offer services and build a healthy community. So an example of that is, um, for example, on Friday at the NoHo Home Alliance in North Hollywood, which is here, they are offering... Meals, coffee, showers, clothing, and changing stations. So that's that's what the drop-in program is. They have mm-hmm. these days of the month set up where people can come in for meals, clothing, showers. Sometimes there's haircuts. You check the, mm-hmm. the, the schedule. And that is on a drop-in basis. You don't have to be a member of the organization. You can volunteer. Yep. You can shadow another team to see if it's something that you might be interested in. I think mm-hmm. it's phenomenal. Another mm-hmm. program that they have is their outreach teams which is a little bit more involved. The outreach team visits unhoused community members where they live to check in and make sure they are connected to important resources. They do that every third Sunday of the month. Okay. And so when they do that, they're going out, like they will assign you to a Mm -hmm. team. So this one in particular that's happening November 20th is between, they're going to send out teams between the 405 in the West and Universal in the East. Mm-hmm. So for those of us that live in California, we know exactly what that patch is, yep. uh, where yep. that location is. And there's a ton of people that need help in those areas. So I think yes. that's absolutely phenomenal. You can also be a part of a transition team and they will train you on how to, they tell you exactly 
is this for you or is this not for you? And they're yep. like, if you are, if you are interested in investing in a personal relationship with someone and helping them find housing, helping them bring themselves up, they tell you exactly what's going to happen and whether mm-hmm. this is for you or not. I think it's amazing. Help them find um, transitioning from homeless encampments and shelters even uh, mm-hmm. to their own apartments and getting jobs. So I think that's pretty great. They also have a community engagement uh, program that you can get involved with. They have a communications mm. program where you can literally uh, communicate to others about how they can help or you can communicate with people in the homeless community and try and help build them up and just listen. Sometimes as humans, we just need someone to hear us. And you know who are completely invisible for multiple reasons are the homeless. Mm-hmm. This is a situation where you're with other people. It's a safe environment. You're helping. I just think it's amazing. Yes. Please check them out because the last thing I will say about them is um, – before I read the final thing I want to say, mm-hmm. they also have a replication program kit that they can send you, how you can replicate that program where you are. That's, That's invaluable. So it's set up for to help with tools and resources for the San Fernando Valley area. Sure. But my gosh, you could get that as a skeleton kit to create wherever you are. And I think yep. that's their hope is that it mm-hmm. will spread through other places. Um, one of the big things, obviously, is donations, and I we do this every once in a while. Please bear with me. You can fast forward me if you don't want to hear it, but I like to always mention what is important and what people need because sometimes that shocks us. Okay. Yes. So if you don't mind, Jessica, I'm just quickly going to go down this list. You can fast forward if you want to. Do it, Things and it's also important. Need. Because sometimes they're overloaded with certain stuff and have none of something else. And that's why these organizations put that's why a wish list. This website, yes, this website is amazing <clears throat> because here, here it is. The things they always need, the seasonal needs. They break it down. Okay? Mm-hmm. So things that they always need, new men's boxers, all sizes, new women's underwear, small and medium, men's pants, 30 to 33, Men's shorts, medium, large, extra large. Socks, backpacks. Oatmeal in bulk. Ground coffee. White sugar in bulk. Brown sugar in bulk. Granola bars in bulk. Peanut butter, jam, chips, Gatorade, lemonade concentrate. Okay? Always need it. And I would add to that, just from our experience on this mm-hmm. show, feminine products. Okay? Oh, my God, yes. Seasonal Always. Meat. Always. Always, if you if you are buying some feminine some female products for yourself and you have the ability to get an extra box, just take it and drop it off somewhere. It's a constant need. It's a major mm-hmm. problem, um, okay. or pads or whatever. Anyway, seasonal needs for the summer, May through August, they need portable, battery powered misting fans. It gets 115 here sometimes. Okay. Yep. And they also need reusable ice packs for the fall, which is September through November, where we are now. Warm coats and jackets, blankets, and sleeping bags. For holiday gifts for guests and holiday season, which we're very, I mean, we're in it, really. It's Mm -hmm. November. Thanksgiving's coming. $10 gift cards to McDonald's. That never crossed my mind, but that is such a good thing. Because then they use that card to get their food. Because people always say, I don't want to give money to somebody and they're just going to go buy jags. Okay, uh-huh. then buy them a gift card to McDonald's or Carl's Jr. Yes. or Wendy's or Starbucks, whatever. Yes, Starbucks. One of my dear friends. Get nourishment. Yep. 
Uh, another quick shout out, somebody who did that, uh, our friend Michelle of the Retail Horror Podcast, she did that every single year. She did stuff year-round for the homeless in downtown LA. That's where I used to work with her on different projects. But every year at the holidays, she went above and beyond, and she would go and buy a stack of $10 Starbucks cards. She goes, they can get a hot drink and a meal. And I'm like, oh my God. And she would just hand those to people on the street. And yes, we can all, again, for one latte, we can all spare $5, right? Like once in a blue moon, five, ten dollars Yeah. Yeah. It just I goes mean, really far. I'm, I'm not, I wish that I could be more of a philanthropist and give more that I, I'm not there at that, this point in my life, but I can help. Yes. And that's such an easy way to do it without people being like, well, they're just going to shoot it in their arm. I remember I used to hear that growing up back home and stuff. Yes. They're just going to take it and shoot it in their arm anyway. I ain't giving them nothing. And it's uh-huh. like, mm, yeah, there's some truth to that. But also sometimes it's just giving out of the kindness of your heart. Well, it ain't helping them anyway. Okay, well, this would. Right. This would. Yeah. Uh, $10 gift cards to McDonald's or anywhere. New beanies because you lose the most of your body heat through your head. Yep. They need hats. They need beanies for their heads to stay warm. Because yep. even in California, it can get 30 degrees at night. And mm-hmm. these people are out there every night. Yep. Um, special candies or chocolates that are individually wrapped because everyone deserves a treat. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Somebody yep. giving you a piece of candy could make your day. I'm mm-hmm. not joking. I know that sounds ridiculous, but it's the intent behind it. It's the purpose and it's the love with which it's given. And everyone deserves that. That's right. So anyway, I'm sorry. I know I went off the rails, but I really dug deep into this, probably because it's close to us. We can, you Mm -hmm. and I could go volunteer together one day. Like just the homelessness in Los Angeles has, it's always broken my heart. But in the last few years, it's gotten beyond beyond. cruel. It's beyond cruel what is happening here. And I don't want to get into the politics of it, but whatever I can do to help, I'm so blessed. Why would I not? And there are safe, easy ways to do that. So, again, exactly. check them out. Noho, nohohome.org. We'll put it in our show notes. If you don't live here, you might want to get one of those replication kits and see what you can do yep. for your area. I love it. That's right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dana. That was amazing. All righty. I don't know why I'm looking at it. Mine is a very quick rave, but I wanted to point this out. And this is also a way that certain things have come up. I know there's rules with the buy nothing groups, but if you are not familiar with buy nothing groups, I highly, highly suggest signing up for it. It is something that Mm -hmm. is through Facebook and Mm -hmm. they ask you, I think it's like three questions, not your actual address, but it's like, what are your two major cross streets? What? And then I don't remember two other questions. It's to literally pinpoint if you're in Studio City, for instance, maybe that group got too big. So now they're going to say, if you're east of this street, you're in this group. If you're west of that street, like a major thoroughfare, now you're in this, right? Because there's too many. They want to give a fair chance for people to post and be seen and to be able to receive. So again, if you don't know what this is, it's completely free and it is a group where you post a picture of something 
and then it's up for grabs. You can decide to give it for to the free. Per- first for free, completely mm-hmm. free. And now if you're the first person that responds to me, I could be like, Dana, you're the first to respond. It's yours. Or yeah. if 20 people reply, I'll say, you know what? I'm going to do a random name generator. Like you can do those online. And I come back later and say, Shirley, you won the blanket. So yeah. why am I saying this? Uh, I see some of the people in the group, especially if they're giving away stuff in bulk, they will give it. And like several people in my neighborhoods by nothing group, we have two specific women that work with uh, different homeless organizations. So when someone's like, we had a party and we have three cases of Gatorade left over, she's like, I'll mm-hmm. take it. Right. Yes. Or I bought my husband these, like, I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm looking at it. I don't know why I'm always looking to show you, but I bought a pack of underwear at target, like a 12 pack of cotton underwear. They don't fit uh-huh. me properly. Well, I ripped the package open. I guess I could return it. I pulled one pair up already. Mm, bye-bye. I'm going to donate the rest of the package, which are unused and brand new, to one of the homeless organizations. Maybe to mm-hmm. NoHo uh, Home because I'm Alliance. right by it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But it's really a treat because I'm telling you, yes, there's some weird stuff where I think nobody wants your dirty, rusted pans, okay? And most right, of right, those right, right. are not really on there. It's really honed down. But, for instance, somebody was giving away, like, it was half a box, but it was cards, like, that you would give someone. So who cares? Mm-hmm. A half a box of these little pop-up message notes. Now, I knew what they were because I used to order them back in the day. And mm-hmm. I was going to be doing something with a nonprofit. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to – I'd love these to give out to my staff. And the lady was like, they're yours. So it's such a little thing. But they were these little pop-up messages. You open it and it has like a quote or some kind of affirmation. Yeah, yeah right? I've seen those. Yes. Right? And I could write a message on the back and be like, hi, Dana. It was a pleasure working with you this weekend. Thanks for, you know, whatever. It was a delight. I didn't have to spend a dime. It's also keeping things out of landfills. A lot of the stuff passed on. I'm telling you, you guys, some of it is brand new. Some of it is extremely gently used. I'm always like, don't any of my friends need a new crib? If you see some of the furniture people are giving away. If you have children... 100% 100% get on there. We're toys, costumes, toys, costumes, uh, playground Books. equipment for the backyard. I mean, yep. it's shocking. And yes, it's, it's sort of like a garage sale. Some of it, you kind of got to scroll through, right? Yep. But for the most part, there are excellent. And it is, it's about sustainability, reduce, recycle, reuse, like, because yep. I don't want to keep six of those little things because I end up having an entire room, craft craft room that's actually my bedroom that's actually just stacks of stuff that I might want to make something out of someday. Right? No. <laughs> exactly. She didn't want to throw them away, and you had a perfect use for them. That's exactly what Buy Nothing is set up for. Right. I cleared out skeins of yarn I had and put it in the group. It's like it was all brand new. I'm not going to use it. It's stuff that I like every year, a couple of times a year as I'm reshuffling through my huge bins of arts and crafts stuff. I'm like, I still don't use this yarn. I'm going to give it to someone. And like, sure enough, it was a mom. She's like, this is perfect. I would love to have this for my kids. And I'm like, you got it. So please 
look into it. It's a lovely way. I, I've always said this. My hair sends up on end when I see stuff sitting by the dumpster of my complex or next to it. And I'm like, you know, even if you didn't have the time to drive it somewhere, there are so many organizations that will come and pick it up for you for free. Yeah. They may not yeah. come tomorrow for your one item, but depending on when they're in the area. And I'm like, I remember a neighbor throwing out a brand new like dresser and changing table. I'm like, so many people no. could use that. Why Dude, is this sticking out it. of the dumpster? Yeah. So well, please. I, I, that just reminds me too, mm -hmm. um, specifically on NoHo Home Alliance, they mm -hmm. actually said on their donation page, if you cannot make these setup hours, we can be flexible. People will work with you. Yes. So if you can't, like, I don't want to drive it over there. Well, maybe they have a pickup program. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I can't go at the t hours that they said. Well, why don't you message them and ask if you can leave it on the doorstep? <laughs> or if there's another day you could swing by. Yep. Or they're going to work with you. They appreciate exactly. it. They really do. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure, buy nothings, guys. For sure. It's so good. It's an amazing resource. way to purge your own stuff, okay, yep. without throwing it away. Mm -hmm. You just offer it, and that's it. You don't make contact with the people. They'll say, I'm on the way over, and you say, great, I'm putting it on the corner of Smith and 3rd. Exactly. exactly. It's in a white bag. Your name is written with a Sharpie. That's it. Yep. And they get it. That's and. It. It's going to a new home. So uh, all of these things, again, this doesn't cost a dime because it's stuff we already have that we don't need. And the same for the others. It's just incredible. And sometimes you can find something great and pass it on. Absolutely. So. Yeah. I loved our raves this week. I always love our raves. Me too. I don't know. For some reason, these just felt really doable. Sometimes you're like, okay, but I don't yes. know how I fit that in my life or how I... Yes. You can be a part of that or whatever, or, well, that's only here. Mm -hmm. These felt really doable this week. I know. I think the Thanksgiving bug has bit me. It's always been my favorite holiday. Always. Good one. It's a good yep. one. And so I think this is really like the time of year where we get into the season of coming together, giving. doing for others and truly being thankful and giving. So giving can be your time your attention, your labor, your love, whatever it is. So thank you for whatever you choose to do this holiday season. You guys, I don't know what I'm talking about, okay? <laughs> I was just sitting here going, how's she going to wrap this sentence up? <laughs> That's so mean of me. <laughs> no, I did this earlier with a friend. I was like, got into this weird thing where I was trying to encourage her about going on a first date. I'm like, this is that unbloomed flower that's waiting for. And I like said this whole weird thing. She's like, yeah, I'm just waiting for you to wrap this up. I'm like, well, I'm not going to. Goodbye. Have fun. <laughs> Amazing. Well, in your defense, Jessica, it is currently 518 p.m. Uh, Los Angeles time on a day of the week that I'm not familiar with at the moment. And <laughs> I have had you on my computer talking your face off because it's not just this seven hour episode that I've had you. There's a green room dump before that. I think you've been on this computer with me since 11 o'clock this morning, if I'm not mistaken. Oh my so, God. That being said, Jessica. <laughs> Dana. I think that's our show. 
I think it is. Dana's going to be editing this one for several weeks. All right, everybody. Jessica, do you want to tell everybody how they can get a hold of us? Yes. uh, Please find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Rants and Raves podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at raves underscore the. You can send us an email at the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com or go to our website, hit the contact button, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. Thank you for your support. I almost said patronage. You know, I'm just going to stop talking. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Dana, for oh my God. being a constant source of enjoyment. What was Sorry, that? Sorry, my alarm went off to go pick up my kid, but he's here sick in the oh. living room, so I don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> amazing of course jessica i enjoy you so much and i love getting uh, a chance love, to yeah. once a week just unravel and be crazy yes. with you because i think we're in a time i don't know i guess it's always the time everybody needs that once in a while but yes i just enjoy you i love our audience is there anything that you're watching you need to share uh i watched barbarians this week have we talked about oh, that oh no i cannot tell you any i went into it completely really? blind i hadn't read anything about it i didn't know anything about it i was just like well i love me some bill Skarsgård. yum yum and okay. just long is funny okay you know mm-hmm. uh let me just tell you, I was completely shocked. It's a very simple story where uh, hmm. I had to pick my jaw up off the ground. I thought I knew what movie I was watching, and I realized I had no idea what movie I was watching, and that's what made it really exciting. <laughs> but if you don't Ooh. like, if you don't, if you don't like scaries, it might not be your bad. It is a scary. No, I don't. It sounds like something Alan would like to watch, especially based on the title. Alan, I think Alan. I think Alan would like it. It's good. He, uh, he can watch it before you would. and decide whether or not you would. But what about you? Is there <laughs> something that you had? Because I'm like, yes. have you been watching anything? Because I've been watching. <laughs> I didn't even let you answer. <laughs> uh, you better be watching this. All of you. Season two of White Lotus just dropped this Sunday. I haven't even and watched season one. Italy. What? Whoa. No, I haven't. Dana, I'm begging you. Whatever you're watching, you can finish that up this week, and you need to start White Lotus. Okay. It's amazing. That's what Jennifer okay. Coolidge had yes, that amazing acceptance speech for. Yep. Yeah. This one is set in Italy, and it has Michael Imperioli, a.k.a. Christopher from uh, Sopranos. Are you serious? I love him. I didn't realize yes. he was in that. He is also in- And- this is, He's also in uh, This Fool. Which I talked about a few oh. weeks ago, and I don't yeah, mind yeah, yeah. mentioning it. It's a comedy, and it's so funny, it. and there's a lot of heart, and he is fantastic in it. Well, I'll go one step further. Guess who else is in it? <laughs> F. Murray Abraham. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's really, really a great show. Please, please, I highly well, recommend it. It's like also, a dark comedy. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's kind of dark, mm-hmm. too, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Might have to do it. I might have to do it. I also you went back and watched Dirty to. John. I never, I never watched that when uh, I came I out. I heard good things about that. Yep. Me it neither. It was pretty good. Eric Bana mm-hmm. is good. Um, My neighbor yeah, tried to get me to watch it. that. I'm like, eh. And I like Connie Britton. I think she's so lovely to look at, first yes, of all, but she's also I very know. talented. I, know. I don't know. I thought it was pretty, well, guess- pretty okay. 
This has really come in full circle. She's one of the uh, main characters in season one of White Lotus. Okay, I get it, Jessica. I'll watch Along, it. Okay. Wait. <laughs> Along with Steve Zahn, who I, oh, I, I love, love Steve me Zahn. some Steve Zahn. Yeah, he's yeah. such a gem in general. I'm telling you, just watch it. You're going to love it. Okay. I know you're going to love it. I know it's I so will, It's so ridiculous. Too. Okay. It's so ridiculous. All right, Jess. I'll do it. <sighs> Right. Okay, well, I like to end the show with a little point to ponder. Jessica, I mm-hmm. love you very, very much. I'm sorry again I to the public you. at large for not nope. getting an episode out last week, but we are back. It was just that my son we got are. So, <laughs> But guess what, you guys? Thank you for also, again, being patient and following us on the new venture. Thank you for those who have been subscribing to our YouTube and watching our videos. Thank you to Dana, who has been relentlessly editing. We're on a new platform. I mean, yeah, not a new platform for you guys. You are still find us right. where you find Just us. New but a new recording us. platform. So new software. A lot of editing, a lot of video, a lot of audio, all that jazz. So I have to give a big tip of the hat to Miss Dana Powell for bringing us into the 21st century. And we are going to keep growing, you guys. We are, Um, yes. And we do, like we said, you know, we do have plans. We're going to start a Patreon. We've got some extra uh, content for you guys that we're working on. So it is, it is. Like the legs are moving, I promise. It's a real yeah. slow little spider, but the legs are moving. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> um, again, just going to shout out again. Thank you so much to the girls from Spark My Interest. If you haven't yes. checked out their podcast, it's always fun. I always learn something. They're absolutely delightful humans. They're part of our pod absolutely. squad. Thank you guys so much for having me over. Um, Jessica, they want to see you, so we're going to lunch it up sometime soon. Oh, my God. I would love it. I love those ladies. Uh, They're just the best. Okay, so here we go. I was trying to decide between a couple of different things, and then I just decided I need to share on both. And I know this is a long episode. And just shut us off if you don't want to listen to it, right? Here we go. Uh, First of all, did you know that Nicolas Cage is known as an outlandish spender? I don't think that that's crazy to any of us, right? Like... Nicholas Cage mean, is quite eccentric, I would say. After watching that movie, Pig, I, I, there's nothing I wouldn't believe about him. Go on. Okay, well, some of his past purchases include <laughs> a $150,000 pet octopus. A little bit I'm jealous Sorry? of that, Jessica. A pet octopus. <laughs> okay. Wow. Um, Haunted houses, plural. I said that right. I read that right. Haunted houses. bottom. He just purchases. Uh (laughs) And shrunken pygmy heads. Now, if you ain't an archaeologist, you don't need to be owning any shrunken heads. You got shrunken head money? (laughs) What did you (laughs) Pygmy shrunken heads. Is he planning to donate them to the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum? I don't believe any of it. It's all lies. I don't think so. I think that's just in his home. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, now, that was fascinating to me. 
This is also fascinating in a different way. And I don't know if I should have made a decision, but as soon as I finish reading this, we're mm-hmm. out of here. And we'll see you next week with another 424-hour episode. Jessica, did you know that woodpeckers wrap their tongues around their brains to protect them during high-speed pecks? If I could wrap my tongue around my brain every time we record, my raves might be a little calmer. All right, guys. Love you, Jessica. We'll be back next week. Hey. <laughs> oh,